you can drive my car. It's it's Nescapades, a chronological journey through the North American Super Nintendo library with a few pit stops along the way. We play them briefly, judge them harshly, rank them. That is pretty much all you need to know. I'm Steampunk Link. I'm Emmy Zero, and uh, that actually worked and very well because not only is that a good car <laughs> reference, uh, there is a, a Oscar-nominated movie called Drive My Car that is uh, either will or will not win awards this weekend. So... Uh, oh, okay. so so you're very timely with that reference. So yeah, yeah, definitely meant to be. Definitely, uh, and, and what didn't just say it is in a desperate no. attempt to figure out something to say, somewhat related to F1 racing that I know so much about. Absolutely, that's that's true. Yeah, um, no, I am almost certainly going to say something that would have uh, the likes of uh, Drew Scanlon shaking his head, <laughs> aka blinking white meme guy. <laughs> I assume all of the giant bomb alum listen to the show. I mean, uh, yeah, why wouldn't they? Yeah, uh, hey Austin, hey Patrick, how y'all doing? <laughs> we're all we're all we're old friends, actually. We're not. We respect your boundaries. We promise. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I, I've actually got I've got selfies with most of oh, the, the giant bomb folks fine. of a certain era. Oh yeah, because um, you met you met a bunch of them at, at PAX one year, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's I did. right. That's um, right. I remember that. Yeah, I got pictures with everybody there except for Jason A. Striker, who had not been on camera up to that <laughs> point, so I did not know who he was or what he looked like. <laughs> uh anyway. Enough about um, things that I will never do again going to a convention ever uh, in a post-pandemic world. Uh, we're, we're talking about video games uh, from the Super Nintendo that came out in the year 1993, the month, July. Uh, we're almost done with July already. It seems like just yesterday almost that we uh, we were talking about June yeah. for a long time. Yeah, you know, in, in terms of... Uh in terms of, of months of Super Nintendo games, this has got to be one of the shortest ones we've had in a really long time, right? Yeah, in a while, definitely. Um, and I'm not complaining. And, uh, you know, t- today we've got uh, a baseball game and an F1 game. And um, look, folks, it's already been a rough week for me just with personal stuff. Like, y'all are lucky I showed up to this podcast sober today, okay? <laughs> I could have drank all of the cider in the back of my refrigerator that has probably been there since February 2020 as my wife and I were planning our next game night, which would never happen. Well, instead, you're you're cold, hard, sober, and you're going to talk yeah. about some games that that you had a, a lot of good, good times playing. So, uh, yeah, what 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 specifically do we have today? All right. So today we've got. Super Baseball 2020, or perhaps 2020 Super Baseball, the logo lips looks weird, and no one can seem to decide what order the title is actually supposed to go in. So, one of those things. And then we're also looking at Nigel Mansell's Championship Racing, um, which, you know, I wasn't sure when I talked about it last time if it was like an F1 or an Indy car or just regular old racing car game. Um... The name Nigel Mansell probably should have uh, clued me in, not because I know who that is, but because that is the most British sounding name I've ever heard in my life. And when I think British racing, I think F1. Yeah. Also, I think uh, worth worth uh, pointing out that uh, the the game does come to us from Gremlin Gremlin Graphics, uh, which uh, also a, a very, very British 
uh, game developer. So uh, that's some F1 all the way through there. And uh, and we also got another game today. Uh, you mentioned a baseball game. Uh, what's uh, what? Who who made who made uh, 2020 Super Baseball? Super Base 2020 Ball uh, was made by SNK. The port seems to have been done by a company called Palace, which I think made one other game, according to Moby Games, called Eight Man, which is not a baseball game, but is based on a, uh, a, a very old manga series, I believe. Interesting. So which one of these do you want to tackle first? Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, so when we open the show with the whole we play them briefly, um, sometimes that's more true than other times. And today, folks, for me at least, that is incredibly, incredibly true. Maybe the truest it has ever been. Uh, collectively for the games we're talking about. Yeah, uh, I also did not spend extensive time with either of these. Uh, I played enough of them to kind of get a feel for them and um, really kind of to get a sense of of whether there was anything beyond the sport in question that would like interest somebody in playing these. And uh, unfortunately, I think quite unfortunately, in the case of us, uh, 2020 Super Baseball, uh, I'm going to say no. Uh, also true for for Nigel Mansell, but uh, that one um, didn't make as strong of a first impression for me. So, um, yeah, these are some games that uh, I had a little bit of trouble connecting with. So let's just pick one and we'll talk about it. Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, 2020 Super Baseball. mentioned uh the developer of this palace and uh this is an snk game i believe this was originally an arcade game which might explain some of the kind of simplicity of it but this game uh, i think actually does make a pretty strong first impression uh because as that name implies about being in the far off year of 2020 uh this is a this is a a sci-fi baseball game so what's what's the deal here what's going on with this allow me to just bring up the instruction manual here and i can uh tell you the story here in a world of 2020 baseball as we know it no longer exists For years, the omnipotent Super Baseball Association has been making a fortune using robotic power players against the best and strongest athletes. SBA has secretly manipulated the computer-controlled abilities of certain robotic players in order to control the outcome of games. After discovering SBA's cheating, fans disconnected parts of the computers in order to achieve fair and challenging games. Playing in the famed Cyber Egg Stadium, the games may now continue on a fair and equal basis. Super Baseball is a cyber game conceived of by the SBA while seeking the ultimate in pro sports. All right, cool. So we got some shades of uh, Wachowski Sisters Speed Racer movie. We got some shades of Real Steel here. That's a very cool setup. Um, I wish that was anywhere in the game because the game (laughs) uh, does not really give you any of that fun backstory. Um, It's just basically like, yeah, here's some robots. They're playing baseball. And yeah, uh, great graphics in this. I love the visual design of this game. Uh, I wish there was more than one stadium, but it is a pretty cool looking one. And um, there are some interesting wrinkles here to what 
is ultimately a pretty standard video game baseball experience, pretty similar to some of the the other games that we have on our list here. But yeah, there are some things that make this different. A lot of it owing to these robot baseball players that you have. Uh, you know, they they don't really have like hyper specific specializations, but you can power up different parts of them with money you you earn during the games. Uh, that's interesting. They can also run low on power uh, or even get blown up uh, if they get like hit with the ball too many times. Uh, so that stuff is cool. Uh, the Cyber Egg Stadium uh, does not really seem particularly set up to allow for uh, home runs, possibly because the, the, the robot baseball players hit so hard that you frequently have the ball going out of the arena. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, that thing is all just, uh, uh, you know, a glass dome over it. So uh, it'll just pop right back in uh, unless you hit it like right down the center of the field, uh, in which case you can't actually get a home run. But yeah, so there's some simplification here as well. Um, and yeah, overall, uh, you know, this is baseball. Like it looks cooler than that at first, but ultimately it's it's a baseball game. Yeah, I was kind of encouraged when I first, you know, popped this game in and was checking it out. You know, like, like you said, it does make a really good first impression. Um, you've got some players that are robots, some that are dudes, some that are lady dudes. Uh, I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> some are men, week, some are women. Long week, yeah. <laughs> you know, so you know, I, I thought, okay, so there's a variety of uh, player types. That's neat, but it's. I feel like they could have done more with it. Like you could have had more than one kind of robot, for example, and that would have been kind of neat. But yeah, like you said, there's only one stadium. You know, the, the the cool new stuff that they added into this game to sort of differentiate it from just regular old baseball games, which is, you know, the, the majority of what we've been playing as far as baseball games on this system up to this point, uh, it, it seems like it's come at the cost of any sort of variety that you would see in those types of games. Like, there aren't all that many teams to choose from, you know, the, the, the cool superpowers and everything you know, are, are there, but you don't have, I don't, I don't feel like you've got a whole lot in, in the, in terms of like differences between players as much as you do have differences between player types, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, no, very, very true. Yeah. So yeah, I found that all a little bit underwhelming. You know, I was, I was excited at first getting into it and then just kind of was a little bit bummed by, yeah, by uh, the end of it, by which I mean, you know, like after, you know, a couple of innings that I played. Pretty much, yeah. No, I mean, it, and it's just like, there's things that didn't need to be this simplified that are. Like, you can't, um, for example, like, when when the ball uh, goes into the, the outfield, basically, uh, you know, you can't really control, like, which one of uh, of your players runs to it, it automates that. And um, it doesn't really give you a lot of options. Like the, the players that are like feeling the, the, the bases uh, will not run to get the ball if it's near them. It'll only be an outfield player. There's just some weird simplifications there, maybe owing to the fact that this was an arcade game originally. I don't know. But um, yeah, either way, it's there's just not really a lot to it. And I mean, it's, it's always sort of poor form, I think, to judge a game based on what it's not but i was hoping this would be a little bit more like the the konami nes game uh base wars which is also a robot ba 
baseball game, but does to go into to having some like really interesting, different, like specialized types of players. It has some other elements to it that you wouldn't see in a normal baseball game, like, you know, a little like beat em up segments uh, when people are stealing bases. This game didn't need to have that stuff, but it would be nice if it had something else to kind of capitalize on the cool robot aesthetic they've got going on here. But yeah, there's just like not really a lot to this. And I don't even think that like the superpowers in this are as impressive as like the the like special abilities the players had in like Baseball Simulator 1000, you know? I agree with you there. Like, you know, I was, I was disappointed that even, you know, with all the sci-fi trappings of this, I didn't even feel like it was quite as fun, fantastical as that game was. Um some other things that I think the game does that's neat. There's a lot of little embellishments like um, uh, screenshots of cool defensive plays um, yeah. happening whenever, you know, if like somebody jumps up to catch a ball or if, uh, if uh, somebody, somebody like sliding home. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. And that's all neat. But again, because you've only got the three basic types of player, you're basically looking at the same screen anytime that happens with, you know, a few variations on it. So even that isn't quite as exciting as it could have been. Um, I was left a little underwhelmed by this one. And and because this is a sports game, I guess we do have to ask the question, do we feel like this one's worth ranking? Because we have given ourselves that out now that we can just say, nah, I mean, the nice thing about this one is it is so straightforward that I, I think we could compare it to the other baseball games pretty easily. But also, I don't have much to say about it beyond what I've already said. So I don't know. I don't know that it's it's worth like hashing out like where where to place it on the list. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I mean, since we've already got some baseball games there, I feel like it might be easy just to like pick one that, you know, we, yeah, you think right about it might go because that's that's um, true. That's you know, I will true. say going back to like the fielding, I actually didn't mind that some of that fielding stuff was automated. For one thing, like if the ball is like up in the air on a pop fly or something, your outfielder will usually get into position on their own and catch it. Yeah, that's does, true. That's like, true. You know, alleviate my one complaint that like, oh, the computer always knows exactly where to go when the ball's in the air, but. I have a right. real hard time. Yeah, now if the computer is working for you, yeah. then that's that's good. Exactly. Yeah. Um yeah, no, that's fair. Well, yeah, I mean we can we can definitely put this on the list. I would I would feel comfortable doing that, which I guess means we should yeah. do it. So um so yeah, let's go ahead and try to find a spot for this one on the list. Well, so. What is I, I think Super Baseball si- or uh, baseball simulator S- one thousand? Yeah. Where? Uh that one which probably is our highest ranked I baseball game, so. 118, Ooh. 118. So baseball, uh, not <laughs> historically having a great showing on the list. No, um, no, it is not. So, yeah, I, I think we both were underwhelmed by this one. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know if this one goes higher than Super Baseball. I I don't think so, unfortunately. Like, I think that there's some things like... You know, like, I think aesthetically, it's by far the best baseball game we've played. Uh, that That is without question. I, but I, uh, I also extra don't... innings might give it a run for mm-hmm. its money at 35. Yeah, extra. In- yeah, that's true. Actually, extra innings is pretty is pretty attractive. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I, I just found this uh, just, just kind of weak in a lot of ways, like just kind of I will say this. It's very easy to pick up and play, but there's also like not a lot 
of of nuance under the surface once you once you you play it for a little while. Uh, just the 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 raw playability of it maybe means that it's it's one of the better baseball games we've we've played. And I think you are right. I think you are right that like things like the auto the, the semi automated. Um, you know, fielding actions uh, actually do help in some ways alleviate some of that frustration, even though even though it can lead to situations where like it just doesn't go the way you want it to because you didn't have control over it. Uh, probably more often than not, you actually do get something out of that trade off. So on pop flies, it works well. Any uh, almost any other situation, it doesn't. And I wish I had some idea of where my outfielders were. In relation to where the yeah, is. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. So so I don't know. It could go somewhere around extra innings. Do you think uh, maybe a little bit above extra innings would be would be the place yeah, for it? Yeah, because I, I think I would put this above James Bond Jr. at 134. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I don't um, remember Test Drive 2 enough. <laughs> I don't either. Honestly, it's it's kind of I think I really have much in the way of memories of Test Drive 2. So so what, what if we put this between King Arthur's World at 132 and Test Drive 2 to make this our new 133? Yeah. How'd you feel about that? That sounds pretty. That sounds pretty good to me. All right. All right. So congratulations. Base super 2020 ball. Soup tw- twenty twenty or base twenty twenty ball, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Yep. Yeah. One one thirty three. Our new one thirty three. Okay. Um, you know, hey, it's a sports game that we wanted to rank, so yep. that that you know itself is kind of a victory. Yep. Actually, so um, so we got one more now. We got we got to head over to Mario England. Top of the morning to ye, governor. Well, I mean, we're gonna head all over the world. We are. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go everywhere except the United States. F one worldwide, very popular motorsport, just not here in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it, it's the soccer of racing. a lot of experience with uh with f1 myself personally uh so yeah when i saw that this was uh even though i do generally like racing games uh when i saw this was an f1 game i did deflate a little bit so yeah yeah uh, but that's okay i mean functionally it's not actually that different from a lot of the uh from a lot of the the racing games we've played but um but yeah tell, tell us about uh tell us about clint Nigel, Nigel Mansell, Nigel, yeah, Nigel yeah not, not Clive, <laughs> not Clive, yeah. Let's pull up the uh, the instruction manual here. So, uh, <clears throat> in a world, Nigel Mansell, in uh, actually, this one's hard to read. It's it's pretty small. Uh, here, let me blow that up here. <clears throat> in a world, Nigel Mansell, in common with many of today's racing greats, began his racing career in go karts. From the beginning, his determination to win was clearly apparent, and victories were not long in coming. Well, I was 10 when I had my first race. Now I'm doing the Australia. You know what? Um, this is hurting my throat anyway. Let's just stop this. It's a F1 game. I don't know what else uh, yeah, we need to know enough. other than this was made by Gremlin Graphics, and uh, supposedly someone released this. Uh, let me check that really fast. Um, oh, it just says it was published by them as well. I, I don't 
Oh, Game Tech. Game, Game Tech published Tech, this yeah. on the SNES. That's right. Yeah, because yeah. I think this was like a... This was on other things, right? Like, this was probably like an Amiga game or a Spectrum oh, yeah. game or something. So this is a port. And, um, yeah, Gremlin... Uh, have we talked about Gremlin before? We probably have, right? I feel like we have. And if we haven't, we'll we'll probably get to one yeah. another, another time. Yeah. I just... Yeah. Uh, like I said, folks, you're lucky you've got me sober for this one. <laughs> but yeah, the Gremlin made this. Uh, they they are a prolific British British developer of the time, and um, yeah, Nigel Mansell, a real guy, real uh, F1 driver. I think he's the only one whose likeness is in this game. But there are the names of other F1 drivers in this. I think essentially this game covers basically the the 1991 f1 season it's like the drivers who were in that are in this oh, game okay. uh so yeah uh that doesn't really have much bearing on anything because you as the player are always going to be playing as nigel uh you can weirdly enough change the country he's racing for which is odd but uh yeah um it's always going to be him. The other cars are kind of denoted by uh, just the co- j- just different colors, uh, which the graphics in this are pretty simple. Like this has a kind of uh, what's that one that we like Top Gear. It's got a bit of a Top Gear thing going on with uh, the perspective. You know, it's that kind of like behind the car, sort of behind the car in this case. You're kind of it's kind of a weird like uh pseudo cockpit view i yeah, guess yeah. actually so a little different but uh you know it's that same kind of like pseudo super scalar thing where the road kind of bends and curves in front of you there are different weather conditions in this which is sort of interesting um and you can equip different parts different tires for different different weather conditions and whatnot and uh yeah as far as functionality goes this is a pretty bog standard racing game of this time period i wish as with many of these i wish there was music during the racing because the the engine sounds uh were just like torture for me to hear <laughs> uh but they're okay they're not bad for what uh, they it's are. a good game to listen to a podcast too it sure is i tell you what um <laughs> and uh yeah so so yeah there's a you know there's a league in this there's like a, a kind of a season there's individual races there's a a thing called um like nigel's advice where essentially you can do like i think it's basically like a practice race on any of the courses uh with a little bit of like advice from from nigel before the race starts on uh exactly what 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 kind of stuff you should be looking out for on that course to to make sure you race it well so kind of kind of cool in practice in in theory actually i I tried that one and it was actually kind of neat um because not only does he give you like a little bit of advice you know like an overview of the racetrack you're about to try out but you you see his his little face up above on your hud as you're driving and oh yeah you'll actually hear I'm, i'm assuming they actually got him into a booth to say things like right or whatever i, I couldn't actually okay. make out what he was saying but uh-huh. um, it's a me nigel <laughs> right yeah he's giving you some like indication like where you might want to slow down and you know getting ready for turns and things like that so you know like not a terrible way to ease yourself into this sort of thing if this is something you wanted to do yeah of course, you know, one of the big problems with trying to talk about these older sports games is, you know, like something we've mentioned a lot is that, you know, as the technology improves, this sort of thing is only going to get better and more more analogous to the actual thing it's meant to represent. So if you are looking for, say, 
an actual simulation, you're probably always going to be better served with, you know, whatever's out on the more recent systems or the more recent PC games, what have you. So, like, it's hard to talk about these and it's hard to rank these objectively knowing that there's probably just better versions of this exact same thing out there. Um, Yeah, and unfortunately, this doesn't really have enough, like, kind of personality or flavor of its own to to let you to make that be a recommendable thing about it because functionally this is trying to play more like i think a bit more like a modern like simulation racing game but its options are very limited because of the technology it was using and it's not leaning in kind of like a video gamey enough direction to be its own thing so yeah, there's just it, it just feels kind of kind of flat to me, honestly. Like this is not the racing game I would want to be playing on the Super Nintendo, regardless of what my actual preference for like real world racing would be. Yeah. So Yeah, I didn't have a lot to say about the baseball game and I've probably got even less to say about this one, frankly, and Yeah, unfortunately. And as a result, I'm not sure this one is worth ranking like i don't know do you think it is not really i don't think i have enough to here's the thing i think if we rank this it's just going to be like a little doorstop on the list like we're not going to remember anything about this one the next time we come to like compare something to it so it's not really useful in that way to put it on the list and also i just don't like, I, I don't I don't think I know enough about this to, like, see what might be good about it. And I also don't think I like it enough on its own to want to make a case for it to go in a particular place on the list. Like, it's probably better in some ways than F1 ROC, but at least that one was a little bit more uh, more of an actual like video game that was using using the the platform it was on to to try to be its own sort of experience. Yeah, so I, I think we're going to leave this one off the list. I think this is just going to go up there with uh, some of those football games and Miracle Piano Teacher. and Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, sorry, Nigel. I'm sure you're a, I'm sure you're a fine chap. Probably. But, uh, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, I guess we'll. We'll probably never know, but yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't actually want to know the the personal opinions of many boomer aged uh, British men at this point. But yeah, I mean, uh, like he's he's a wealthy <laughs> older British man. Chances are he might not be great, honestly. But yeah, so we'll, who, we'll just who, assume who he's fine and not look any further into yeah. it. Maybe he's dead. I don't know. Uh, no, he's not. Uh, oh, okay. I think that would have. Uh, yeah, that that would have shown. That would have been. That would have been honest. Page. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. we, we don't mean to be mean to you, Nigel. If you're a nice person, we apologize, but uh, we just don't want to know. I'll, I'll say this. like I, I looked over his Wikipedia page, and I do not know his personal politics. So if That's a good else, sign, honestly. Yeah. yeah if, if, if nothing else, he hasn't felt the need to bother us all with it. So. I, I, mean, I mean, look, not, judging by how badly things have gone for, like... Uh, you know, being a, being able to to continue liking older British comedians, uh, I don't I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't really want to know the the opinions of like a race car driver. Uh, yeah. So, you know, so I think that's going to do it for today. We almost could have just gone through the last four because I think we're going to be in a similar position with uh, probably we might have a little more to say about James Pond. That's possible. But 
Y- yeah. I don't speaking know, though. Speaking of British things. Oh, speaking of British things, yep. Why did you guys like these? Why did you like these? I don't know. I, you know what? I haven't played James Pond yet. I'm gonna going to stay off of that for the time being. Uh, maybe Super Slam Dunk's good. We could like a basketball game. We'll see. Super Super James Pond and Super Slam Dunk, which was the basketball game that I just uh, plum forgot about when we actually did a uh, sports desk episode on basketball games of 1993. So we still got to cover that one. But uh, yep. But hey, then then we are done with July. We get to move on to August, which is also very short, but has uh, that's some real, real bangers in it. Yeah, folks, we got something cool. We got something cool lined up for later on this year, okay? Let's just, uh, you know, let's just just chew on that. But we got something you know, yep. in the old hopper there for you. And just, look uh, forward to just that. Keep it under your hat for now. Keep it under the old cap. Old chum. British. Pegasus match. <laughs> uh, Cole, blimey, I think this episode's just about over with. Uh, well, it's a bit of a short one, it is. But, uh, you know, uh, uh There'll be another one uh, coming around the boulevard. Bob's your uncle. Jack's a donut. There you are. All right, folks. Uh, until next time, <laughs> MME Zero. Yeah. <laughs> Play it loud. Our intro-outro song is How Now Brown Cow by Technoaxe, who very generously offers a ton of great music for free and royalty-free at technoaxe.com. That's T-E-K-N-O-A-X-E dot com. I, I literally, I actually, like, when I was when I was um, playing the game, I, I was like, oh, the gas is mapped to the button on top? That's weird. That, that yeah. feels weird to map a gas pedal to that. And then I was like, wait a Okay. Do F1 cars even have pedals? I don't know. I don't know if they have gas pedals. I had to look it up. They do. They do. Turns okay. out they do. They have, so it's not just they have gas and brake pedals. So it's not just all on the steering wheel for them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that was kind of what I was wondering. Right. It's like, oh, is there just like a button on the steering wheel? Is that how that works? But no, there, there's there's pedals. Though um, there's so little room in the floor well of those cars that they have to keep both feet on the both of the pedals so like you know one foot will be gas and one foot will be brake. oh really okay yeah yeah so that's kind of interesting. that is interesting that's the thing they tell you not to do when you're learning how to drive like a regular car uh so yep. yeah <laughs>